0: Where's my sandwich?
3: I am Monty. Excellent. You're crushing my soul and giving me a headache at the same time. There'll be food and drink and ghosts. Show me what you got. Is it too late to say that I, I kind of don't care for Star Wars?
1: You can say that and find your way out the door. <laughs> the force is strong with this one. And I am Big Kev.
3: Hail to the king, baby.
1: Yo, that kid Monty is fired. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Ah, mighty
2: Isis. And here are we. Go.
3: here for a very special episode. Well, I mean, wow. I'm excited. I'm excited. It's the coffee. It's the excitement. It's the uh, we're being blessed by someone's presence here in, in the hangout. It's, this is gold, pure gold.
0: I was I, told this is the episode where spy cast her baby. Is that that not the case?
3: It's next episode.
0: Oh, my bad. <laughs> I, what? <laughs> What's happening? I don't know that reference. The Degrassi reference. It's a classic Degrassi reference. Ah, yes. Degrassi. I have also seen that show. (laughs) The old version, Dom, not the new version.
3: OG,
1: how you doing? Those of you that that are new to the program, you may not recognize, or some of you who are long with the program will recognize the voice of the executive producer of Geek Stuff TNG, whether he likes it or not. It's OG joining us today.
0: Every now and again, I come out of the front office.
1: Well, I, I wanted to. Well, I warned. I warned Sandwich. I said this. This could be your review th- for the year, so you better put on a clean shirt and comb your hair. So I guess those two things went by the wayside. <laughs> this shirt is
0: so clean. Well, no, I had to come out of the front office for a very important reason, Big Kev. Oh, uh, it was because we got an email. Uh, Today And it drew me out of the front office and the email said, (laughs) I have been podcasting for upwards of five years and I have something to offer your brand new podcast. Yes. That's what the email said. And I said, you know what? I should bring this to the boys
1: immediately. Here's, here's an idea OG that we've never explored. How come we're not making that guy's money? Who said that guy's making money? Literally the end of March will be 15 years. Why are we not
0: consulting on other people's podcasts do, for do you, cash? Do you, do you know why? Cause that guy's not actually making any money.
1: That's why. <laughs> Somebody, some dope is paying him money somewhere. What, so uh, what's his name? What's that show that you did? Uh, uh, oh my, I can't remember his name. The Two Brothers. Do you remember that? You did that show like two years ago.
0: Oh, uh, Markel and um, Markel. I, I yeah,
1: guarantee yeah. you Markel probably listened to that before starting his podcast. That would be my bet. I don't know. Well, you know what it is, Kev? There, if that guy sending out that email, enough
2: people have responded that he's confident enough to keep sending out the email.
1: There, sandwich on point ladies and gentlemen there it is out of the gate sandwich on point he wouldn't keep sending them if someone isn't answering it saying yeah can you consult on my podcast he just needs
3: one sucker to say
0: at least yes. once um a pita sandwich if folded appropriately may or may not have a point big kev good call
3: oh that's sad um wow Oh gee, how's everything going yet and everything, man? It's been uh, been a while. I'm glad to see you're not snowed in. You're not still sick or anything like that. So it's it's good seeing your your bearded face on the uh, on the Zoom call right now.
0: I'm uh, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right, Mr. Monty sir. You know, life is busy. Life is uh well, life is life. I've been working through this entire ordeal over the past year. Um, I did get the Rona back at the end of the year, and I. Uh, i pushed through very upset i was hoping to become like rona man or something but Uh, no superpowers nothing zero superpowers yeah it's shitty speaking of superpowers
1: uh i may get some because i had my first vaccination shot today
0: oh look at you yes i hear i did hear they were uh giving the elderly their shots early so i knew i'm I'm very happy to hear that you were considered (laughs) for that shot yep I'm just going to let that go
1: because that's, we, that's what we do now. We just, no, that's, that's okay. I I get
2: my, my first round of, uh, of shots next week. And pretty soon Monty won't have a reason to not let me in
0: his house. No, 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 no.
3: <laughs> I'll find a reason that, that don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll find a reason. I mean, if you're the same sandwich that you've always been, that is reason in an there of is itself. a reason.
2: Yeah. Oh, thanks Matt. See, you <laughs> know,
0: these are the things
2: we miss on this podcast. Just more people, just drinking beer and you know that's what i miss most is the alcoholism of og i mean you know you don't have a beer
3: and i'd always give you guys a beer when you came over the house
1: mm, yeah you
3: always drink more when i
0: was around (laughs) him he doesn't he doesn't have a problem you know just just drinks yeah i mean i didn't pour the fancy scotch it's it's just a just a light beer Yeah, I was gonna say probably <laughs> something laying around, probably in the back of the fridge. You know, I was like, "What the hell is it?" Oh, I'm just gonna drink this. I mean, honestly, I found it on the porch today under a pile of Legos. I was like, "Hey, look, there's some beer out here." Wow, probably oh, nice and listen, cold. I
1: I don't want to look. I don't want to start any problems in your family, OG. But you start stealing
0: Frodo's beer, that might be a problem. He probably yeah, was keeping it there for a reason. Nah, he keeps the beer rage under wraps most days. Most days, most days when when he's not homeschooling. That's right. So there you go.
3: Uh, boys, we have a lot of stuff that we want to actually, there isn't much going on, but there's just a lot to talk about in general for today. So let's just hit on some of the, the usual spiel, uh, to kind of get things going, uh, for today's show. So, uh, first off you can hit, hit us up at Patreon, patreon.com slash geeks of TNG to help support a lot of the back end of the show for just a buck. You can talk to people, uh, on discord and people of the show. Like me for three dollars, you'll get the show a day and a half early, which will today be on Tuesday. Uh, the regular show should be going on a Thursday, I believe. Um, there's no prep sheet today, but uh, you usually get a sneak peek at the prep sheet. For five dollars, you get the weekend bonus show, which Dom has now done two weeks in a row, and I am very, very the proud grandmama of him. grandma
1: thing worked. Grandma, th- oh, just, just to catch up, OG, oh, the sandwiches grandmama has been calling the show to complain. That the sandwich has not been putting up the sandwich shop uh, Uh-oh. like he was supposed to. Oh, it helps. No, you don't even understand. Oh, it's a bit now because Grandmama has has her own theme music. She has her own like you know like that's her bit. Her bit is busting the sandwich's balls, and she has her own theme music. It's
0: just it's it's ing- it wrote itself is it brilliant. You know, I remember back in the older days, Big Kev, when uh, when Father Fantastic used to call into the show. Remember? He
3: actually did. Do you remember he did an ID for us? I I, I, very distinctly.
1: Yeah, that was really funny. That's great.
3: Uh, Besides the weekend bonus show, you also get a vintage episode, maybe of Father Fantastic there, um, of Big Kev's geek stuff. And for $10 a month, you get the show live on the Instagram, which is really worth all the money right there alone for the shit show that is. That's right, Engine. you missed all of
1: today's shenanigans before we actually started taping. Indeed. <laughs>
3: um, all right, so let's go into the big story. I, I guess you can definitely say this is still the big story because, I mean, if it's being talked about by senators on Capitol Hill, I guess it's kind of the big story going on. Well, and and that's everything unfold. I didn't say it was a good thing. Uh, this is everything going on with uh, Gina Carano right now with The Mandalorian and the whole social media fallout going on there which is really it's kind of like still developing like little by little about what the hell is going on with this show so uh and and what happened with her so um i don't know who wants to kind of kick it off here first other than maybe some initial thoughts um but Uh,
1: let's 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 let the guest kick in the start here you've been following this og i
0: i have been and my initial thought And I think it kind of sums up my entire stance on the situation is that uh, as a longtime Disney fan, uh, one thing I know that they excel at better than almost any place I've been to literally on Earth is taking out the trash. Ooh, (laughs) so I I think I think that kind of look, this was this was a long time coming. I don't I don't think that this was a shock, really. I think that she could have avoided it if maybe she lied low or maybe backed off a little bit. I guess a testament to her is that she chose not to lie low or not to back down. Um, but I mean, the writing was on the wall. It was it was only a matter of time. I mean, after a year of these
1: kind of comments, I'm not saying the woman does not have the right to the comments. That or the beliefs that she has. I'm not saying that at all. She can believe whatever she wish she can believe, conspiracy theories, she can believe all these things. I'm not judging anybody based on what they believe because, hell, I do a show every week where I just fling my beliefs like so much monkey poo out into the universe. However, if you fling your beliefs out into the universe and they are, shall we say, they got some hate they got some you know negative connotations and things, and you work for Disney. You know, I think it's a miracle that it took this long. Mm-hmm. I think it's a miracle it had to go this far in order for Disney to cut ties. James Gunn made a hot comment, what 15 years ago, something like that, and was fired, brought back because I'm okay. um, for lots of different reasons. But you know, it's it's like hey, Gina, you know, these comments, they're not really sort of reflective here. So maybe you want to, you know, keep those thoughts to yourself. You have the right to, you know, put them out there, but Disney has the right to not want to work with you as a result.
0: Right. And again, you know, my thought is um, she doubled down on it by keeping it up. Yeah. Um, And look, you're right. She has the right to say what she wants, but Disney has the right to, Part way she, she dared them to fire her.
3: And yeah. they did. I, I think one thing people need to kind of remember here too at the same time is that this is Disney is corporate America at its finest. Uh and there's a lot of jobs that you know, those Fortune five hundred kind of companies, uh like Disney, where uh they monitor what you put online. They there's usually there's something with the agreement, when you get hired for traditional jobs, I know it's different with unions and other stuff, uh, where depending on how you conduct yourself on social media can determine your, uh, your termination in general, no matter where you are, I know that would be like that at my job. Um, and there's a direct correlation to that because usually, you know, you have maybe on a, if it's Twitter byline or if it's on your LinkedIn or whatever the case may be, um, you know, you're representing the face of a company. And, uh, people just need to know, like, this is just an HR issue in, in, in a new form, that's something that comes, happens more and more often. Maybe some, uh, people who don't work maybe strictly online, like, like, or working like a digital kind of company or tech company. Um, maybe that this is a brand new situation, something they never thought about being, uh, chastised for how they conduct themselves, maybe on social media. Uh, but that that's just the reality. It happens for lots of jobs. If I did something like that I was way out of proportion, I would get in trouble with my job. Oh, it, absolutely. It, it's as simple as that. It just, that's just the, the way life is compared to what it was back in the MySpace days. I, I think it's
1: important though, to stress, you know, and then well, I want to hear from Sandwich on this too. I think uh. it's important to stress. However, we are not saying, or at least I'm not saying the three of you may feel differently. I I think everybody is entitled to believe whatever they want to believe, you know? And, but, but there, there, there does come a point where, you know, you can't, it, it's the same. And, and I know this has now become, this is becoming like a free speech issue, right? Because she should be free to say whatever she wants. And, you know, and I, I don't disagree with that from a perspective of she has the right to believe what she wants. But when you're in that kind of position where you are sort of, Uh, you know, ensconced, if you will, in, in, in a company like Disney, and you're doing that kind of, you know, programming and so on and so forth. I think there has to be a point where you go, okay, I believe these things, but you know what, I don't need to discuss them out in the open. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I just don't think that 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 is the way. I mean, I, I I could be wrong. Call me wrong, but I I, I think that uh, that and and furthermore, she did it what? Og, a year and a half ago or so. She had those those first initial comments where they were like, hey, you know, you better just you know just let just mind yourself just a little bit, you know. It, it
0: was during season one. Was it during season one? I don't remember. Yeah.
1: But uh, you know and 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 sandwich, you got something to add to that? Well, you
2: know, I think the thing with Gina is you know, social media has been around at least a decade now at this point. I mean, I don't know when MySpace came out, but I know Facebook's been around for a while. Twitter's been around for a while. Dealing with social media isn't anything anyone should be new to at this point. So she has to be aware that anything she posts on the internet, people are going to look at it under the tightest microscope. And especially when she's saying what she said and comparing to certain things that she definitely shouldn't be comparing to. It's just, it's, it's, What did she expect would happen? What did she think would come from saying these things? And, you know... To to a certain aspect, yeah, she's allowed to say whatever she wants. Maybe, maybe that's something you want to say to your friends, you know, and maybe that's not something you post on Twitter. Maybe you hold your stances, you know, or you post something on the internet. You, you really should hold yourself when you're in that position dealing with Disney, where hey, maybe I shouldn't post, you know, comparing myself to certain things I shouldn't compare myself to. You know, maybe I should, you know, watch what I'm doing because you're working with Disney, you're working with a company that. They're like the squeakiest, cleanest company I can think of off the top of my head. They don't mess around with anything like that. So the fact that, you know, she even thought it was an okay idea to leave it up there and not delete it. The fact that she's – I think it's still there. I don't know. I don't really check her Twitter. I think – I thought she deleted it,
1: but I could be wrong. The
2: fact that she even thought it was okay to post it and then stood by it or whatever, I think she really messed up because – mandalorian is the best thing disney has going right now and she lost an opportunity to really be a part of that for a long time and really, not anymore so, i i know but i'm saying like i think i think she lost a, a big opportunity by by posting this one tweet all of what like 10 words completely well, ruined that I entire watch. completely yeah. ruined that entire chance she had which is just yeah. horrible
1: now we've we've all had a chance to share our reaction mm-hmm. and thoughts Now, let's take a minute, if we can. Let's talk about the fallout. Mm -hmm. You know, one, uh, I don't know that you guys know this. I'll, I'll assume that you do, and then you can tell me. She has made a statement effectively saying it's your fault, whoever read it and was hurt by it, for not understanding what she meant. Two, she's already got some offer to go and develop some project with some other person. So those are the two things that I understand that those are the two things that she has said. Third piece of fallout is now there is a rumor going around that Pedro Pascal may leave the Mandalorian because of this Gina thing no way that's i'm just telling you what i i read in more than one place so i'm just it's internet you know like let's take it for what it is i didn't read it on giant freaking robot or we got this covered you know i read i read i read it on a few other reputable sites so there's that rumor and the other thing which i think is the funniest thing is the cara dune merchandise has shot through the roof Figures Hasbro has said they are not produced, they've stopped all production on her character, anything having to do with her character. I think Funko might have done the same. And the prices for those those toys have has shot through the roof. Like those figures are sound like you just Google it on eBay. What a six-inch Carradoon figure is going for right now. Meanwhile, they were hanging on the shelf three and 3 quarter. And not six inch so much because that was a little harder to come by but the three and three quarter one that they just did like over the holidays they were hanging on the pegs everywhere and they were gone like that and going for extraordinary amounts online so that's the fallout from from this whole thing any thoughts on that guys
0: Um, well, I mean, I think the Pedro Pascal Rubin started because he also got cast in the last of us, but I think deadline and variety have confirmed that he's not going anywhere for season three. So I think that was probably a lot of speculation and that's okay. You're allowed to have that speculation as far as the price of her figures going up. That's no shock either. That's just, that's just demand based on the fact that the likelihood is there'll never be another bit of Cara Dune merchandise going forward. Um, Unless there's something already planned that might still come out. No, Um, Hasbro has... Hasbro, I don't know about other companies, Hasbro has said
1: point of fact that they're done with the character. Yeah, okay. Hasbro won't be producing anything else. I haven't seen anything if if Hot Toys was doing a version of the character. I haven't seen if Funko... Although I did hear something that Funko may also be on board with with not having anything else to do with the character and so on and so on. So, I, I, you Uh-oh. know, I, Hasbro is the only one that has come out distinctly and said no more.
3: I'll, I'll say this much. I'll be surprised if there is anything else that does come out just for the fact that usually with the way some of these union contracts do work out is once someone's contract is terminated in this case. Where, you know, anything, anything that was a benefit or a license of that, uh, of her look or whatever the case may be, usually it's a domino effect that, that takes place. So anything, unless there's some other kind of, you know, fine print in a contract that says like, no matter what this figure, this toy, whatever has to come out, uh, chances are they'll, they'll probably just eat it and, and move on. I would be very surprised if anything does come of it. So
1: it's possible, but you know, they, they do have, they own likeness rights for merchandising uh, that usually extends quite a bit. Go, go watch any Carrie Fisher uh, speech in, in the last 20 years uh, of her life. And she jokes about that all the time. She jokes about looking in the mirror and then having to send George Lucas a couple of bucks because he owns her, he owns her likeness or her like likeness. So, uh, yeah, I think that they might extend on a little bit. I don't know if the new, if new contracts may have that differently, plus things that are already in production, like let's take hot toys, for example, if hot toys is working on a piece, which I have seen no evidence of by the way, but if they were working on a piece, you know, their overhead is huge. Which is why those toys are so expensive. So, if they've been working on it, they're going to be out a bucket of money. Yeah. I think Hasbro's made their money on this character. So, I don't think they need to release another one. There was two six inch, and there was two, there was one three and three quarter. And there's one I think that's on the boat, um, which is the retro line. Uh, she's right. appearing in the mandalorian retro line the five poa line she's in that batch i think that batch is on the boat so that uh, it, whether that actually gets released i mean they may have a pull and destroy order for those toys once they hit the shores that's entirely possible mm-hmm. but i'm sure some of them are going to leak out if they're allowed to go out at all but that might be the if, if hasbro allows that to go that would be the end of it for sure yeah so um, I think they've made their money more or less.
3: So I'm curious, just in terms of mo- moving on from Gina for a second, what does the future of this franchise look like? Because I mean, we didn't even know what the hell's going to happen based on the way they wrapped up season two, as, as it is.
1: I have no idea. And that was, I, I'm, I'm guessing OG, uh, uh, uh OG might be on board with this, this thought based on the way that they ended the show that could have also fed into the speculation that Pedro Pascal was not coming back.
0: I mean, it could have, but they had already confirmed that season three of the show was happening. uh, And it wasn't, it wasn't like a replace uh, situation with the Chronicles of Boba Fett. So um, I don't think anybody really look, and I don't know. I, I mean, if anybody thinks that Baby Yoda Grogu's time with Jedi Master Luke Skywalker is going to be long-lived, I mean, I think you're living under a uh, you know a rock on Dagobah somewhere. Um, I suspect it is going to be a short-lived journey, and he will find his way back to uh, to uh, to yeah, to, to Mando sooner than later. Um, yeah,
1: what well, all I was trying to suggest was that they could end the story right there.
0: They could, but I think there's, yeah. I think the story with baby Yoda, right. Uh, it might be over or on the back burner, but there's a lot of stories still there uh, with, uh, with Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan wants the saber because, of, because of loyalty and pride won't take it from Din Djarin. Right. So, uh, you know, th- that's, the, that's the, that's the next season. Right. Or at least part of it is is that is is that part of the story? What what happens to that part of the relationship? How does he fit into the rest of Mandalorian culture? How does he eventually relinquish the Darksaber back to Bo Katan? Um, I mean, that's at least a couple of episodes, in my opinion. I could be wrong, but that's the story that I think plays out.
3: Mm. I will say there was a, there were some polls, and, uh, I saw on Twitter about like what to do with Gina's character. And, uh, I think, I don't know how serious it got, but I saw a lot of tweets to try to get, uh, Lucy no. Lawless, Lucy no. Lawless. Yeah, come on. That'd be fine.
0: Uh, my honest opinion, yeah, my honest opinion is if they want to bring Lucy Lawless onto the show, that's fine. I have no problem with Lucy Lawless. I actually thought she was great on Ash versus the Evil Dead. She I totally played agree an with amazing you. character. Yeah. She showed she still has the licks to handle comedy and action and, and, drum, and all yeah. those things that she did as Xena. And, and I'm totally fine with them bringing her on board, but I would be much happier with them bringing her on board as a new character right. than mm-hmm. continuing the character of Cardoon. Dune. Cardoon Dune can just go off into the sunset, She's- they can mention her casually. Yeah, and they cool. never have to talk about her again and, and that's the end of it. She's doing this, she's doing yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. The other alternative is the next time you see her, she's frozen in carbonite behind Boba Fett in the palace. They never address it. She's just there.
1: What we don't want is we don't want to lose Carl Weathers. Of course, of course, absolutely. Carl Weathers better watch his mouth. That's right. right. There you because go. I can't lose Carl Weathers. I'm just saying. <laughs>
3: Uh, do we want to move on? Do we want to talk a little bit of a uh, WandaVision now? I, I mean, since I said yes. I mean, well, then if, if the executive producer wants to do that, I guess that's what we're going to do. So again, we're not going to talk about the show from this past Friday because of the embargo, there's still uh what a week left on that. At least
1: we can talk about the previous week. Hey, how about that? Pietro
0: showing up at the end there i think the show is fantastic fuck i mean just like talking in generalities i think the show is fantastic i think they've done tremendous things with playing with the universe playing with the characters messing around with a little bit of like house of m type stuff um i think it totally makes sense what they're trying to do with her the pietro thing it was a brilliant move in my opinion Mm -hmm. um and and I, and as shocked as I was by it, I'm not entirely shocked by it because it, it is a genius way to usher in a whole new uh, wave of the MCU. I absolutely think that they're teasing Reed Richards on the show week after week. The engineer. Um, the engineer. Yeah. I'm convinced. If it's not Reed, it's Sue, but I think it's Reed. Well, you know, um, the other there's another speculation, uh, OG,
1: that it might be Hank McCoy. Yeah, uh,
0: no. I, I mean, yes. But Hank McCoy wasn't an astrophysicist, was he? I do not uh, think so. He was know. just a physicist. I don't think okay. he was. No. I don't think he was space related. Okay, fair enough. Um, and I think Pietro now is your link to the X Men universe. And with the confirmation that Deadpool 3 is going to be part of the MCU, you've got to address it sooner than later. Deadpool three is not the movie to make the decision. So <laughs> you well, gotta make way it out for them. Right, right. That's what that, I mean. Yeah. Um, and I, I still my opinion is still before the end of the season, quite possibly in the finale, we get uh we get an Engelbert Sloptyback appearance. Uh <laughs> cape and all and uh I, I, that's what i think but i i love the show i think it, it's i think it's brilliant do, 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 by by slappy back do you mean mephisto uh no actually i
1: meant uh i meant bender dick cumberdatch oh well that's a given uh, yeah. we all know actually and and what they're saying is the last three episodes of wandavision are going to be an hour long yeah oh, that man. is correct and he's definitely on for at least one of them i wouldn't be surprised if he was like the end of not this week but the end of next week and the entirety of the finale
0: yeah that could be
1: i could see that and i think i think it's mephisto in some fashion either mephisto or nightmare or some combination because they keep saying the word nightmare over and over and over again
0: the 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 outlier rumor that i like which for the record i don't believe this to actually be the case but the, uh-huh. the outlier that i like is that it's mojo um <laughs> but uh it's got to be mephisto i would think It's it's got to be mephisto
1: i'm just interested that they're gonna go that route and agatha harkness is clearly agatha harkness i think we're gonna learn that I think we're gonna learn that this week. And by this week I mean this. I mean she actual was dressed week. as a
0: witch in the Halloween episode. I mean
1: No, no it's it's from leak it's from Leaked stuff from almost a year ago. No, I know, but like yeah. if you
0: had any doubt about it.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I think I think we're gonna get I think we're gonna get Evan Peters sticking around as new Pietro. I think so too. Mm-hmm. I wonder that he will use the really classic green uniform. Yeah. I think the kids are sticking around, but I'm wondering if, if Evan Peters stays around as Quicksilver, does his nephew use the green costume and go as Speed? Because Speed and Wiccan are the two kids. Right. I'm wondering if they both stay around and uh, just somehow end up in the MCU. And I'm wondering how they're going to address Mephisto. Are they addressing him as sort of like a demon like Dormammu and that's why Strange is involved? That I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. And I think Mephisto is a nice way to tie in a bunch of other potential properties that they have the rights back to. I think Mephisto is a great way to tie back in classic infinity war storylines while moving everything forward. Um, But I don't think that's a shock. I think a lot of people expected Mephisto at this point, it was just a matter of where he was going to appear and how they were going to do it. And you know, indie wire article aside, uh, I think the show is brilliant and mm-hmm. I think they've been handling it so fantastic. So I'm I'm on board on the I totally
3: agree. We're gonna say, Kev?
1: Oh, I was actually gonna pitch this out to you, uh to both you and OG, uh uh Mr. Monty. I know Sandwich doesn't sandwich not a Spider-Man guy, but Mephisto also could answer the question of how is Peter gonna get his secret identity back.
0: Yeah. Well, right. I Is mean, they, yes, absolutely.
3: I, I mean, he, here's the thing. I mean, everyone was complaining right off the bat that this show was starting off so unbelievably slow after the first two episodes. Everybody, even my father was complaining and asking me questions about things because he was at least intrigued. Um, and I just kept saying, just give it time. Just let it build up. Let it see what it's doing. So it went from like Dick Van Dyke style um, uh, television show with seven minutes of credits uh, to now this epic journey where it's like the dominoes are just falling down and the entire MCU is being impacted by all this. And the one thing I'll say though, and you guys have complained for years about just too many Marvel, uh, you know, summertime crazy events and everything. But I did like house in of M in the books, in the books. But I did like the whole house of M um, storyline. I thought it was, eight issues that could have been maybe four. I think that was, I think it was eight issues. Uh, so that and was, all, my, it was all the tie-ins. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, that's, but some of them were pretty good. Like I remember the Spider-Man specifically was pretty good. Um, but there was a lot of just kind of hypotheticals. And of course there was actually consequences of that storyline, uh, with mutants in that case. So, um, and I like the way that, you know, you saw her mental health in the comic, uh, for that storyline kind of fall apart. We're we're getting we got already glimpses of this. We see how she's panicking more and more, and how she can't hold things together. But you know, then the then the latest episode happened, so it won't go into that. So uh, I think that they're going down a great road here. I feel that the one thing I feel like I will say with Feige and just the MCU in general that as soon as we think we know what's going to happen, they just give us a curveball. They they give us something else. And we absolutely love it. Civil War, for an example, uh, Endgame, for, for another example. Um, you know, so who? Know, I feel like a small part of me feels like with all the things that we're just considering, we're going to get something totally different and we're going to go, you know, just nuts for it.
0: But it's it's funny because in the case of, uh, and I'm sorry not to cut anybody else off, but in the case of WandaVision, I feel like a lot of the things that they're leading towards We all knew they were going to go to. We just didn't know how they were going to do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right. And they've created this show with no rules. Right. Or 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 with rules that are very timey, wimey, wibbly wobbly that (laughs) they could play with. And it's just pulling in all these theories that people have talked about for a while because we all had a, we all had been talking about well how are they going to move forward with not only the acquisition but just the next phase of Marvel movies in general and the rest of the universe and like we all had these thoughts like I remember years ago Mephisto was like well maybe Mephisto is interwoven into all this somehow and that was even I think it was where we got the first Doctor Strange movie um, and so I think it's just all coming together at this at, at this moment and it's Uh, And to the people who think it's slow, like, I was completely enthralled with the first two episodes. Maybe it's because I haven't been fully corrupted by binge watching television. Absolutely.
3: Absolutely. That's what it is.
0: But first two episodes, I was first episode, I was hooked. Mm -hmm. Second episode, I was like, uh, I'm pissed I have to wait a week, but I'm ready to (laughs) wait a week. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and it's just been a journey since. I think people who thought that
2: WandaVision was going to be like a fast paced show didn't understand what WandaVision was going to be from the start because I feel like we never really advertised it as like you know, this big hard hitting like action show like they advertised it as a sitcom. And I know it's like, you know, like I don't know what people were thinking was going to happen. They're like WandaVision is going to be like fighting these soldiers and like stuff's going to explode. It's like, no, the first episode was I Love Lucy. I don't really remember, remember explosions from I
0: Love Lucy. And you know what, Dom? But the best part about it was from a marketing standpoint, I think up until the week before the first episode dropped, all we had seen was that. Like fifties, sixties sitcom stuff. We had like a little few holidays, just like one or two shots. Other than that, right? Like I, you know, like so. I, I mean, even from a marketing standpoint, I think they kept it really tightly under wraps. And uh, I don't know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm very pleased. I'm very excited for it. The, the one one th- of my favorite parts
2: about this show is that I, c- I can tell, based on all the other Marvel shows they've done, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Agent Carter, the Netflix shows, I can feel, like, the involvement in the universe in this show mm-hmm. so much heavier than any other show, they've, any other television program they've done before. Like, I can really feel, like, <laughs> first of all, the money and the time invested in this so heavily, and I just love <laughs> it because it's, of it's shield. <laughs> and, that was a show Show they did. They did not do it. I, I know good people have show. feelings about it, but they did do it for like seven seasons. But well, like, I can feel the involvement here. And like, let's this not forget, matters you should be watching. It and that, if you're an MCU you fan,
0: it's a it's a good it's a good point because I think the difference between this and Agent Carter, at least agents of Shield, I like to try to forget happened, but I, Carter, at least, I feel like the problem with Agent Carter. By the way, I loved Agent great, Carter. Great show. Yes. Great I'd have been happy show. with three more seasons of that show. Great yeah. show. But I feel like with Agent Carter, you knew where it was going to (laughs) end yeah yep right like you knew the ultimate outcome of agent carter with this we think we know we have some thoughts about it right like like monty said earlier you know they keep throwing us curveballs we don't really know i think we have some idea but we don't really know
3: i'll I'll say this much that for in terms of wandavision i think and this is me kind of like putting all my chips in without knowing what the cards are I will say this is going to be one of those things where you know even if it doesn't win, does not win any awards by any way, shape or form, it'll not only will it be appreciated by fans, but I think it's going to be in terms of like, in terms of writing styles and seeing how plot development works to try to usher in new writers, new kind of versions of content for further on down the line. Because again, this is I mean, obviously, it's, it's Disney, and they, they put a lot of money in, and they, a huge team behind this to develop a, something like, of the stature. But the, the consequences and the way this is developing in such a way I think will be analyzed for a very long time to come because it's just that damn good.
1: Yeah, well said.
3: And, and I, I will have to say that I'm very impressed with the four of us. Not spoiling anything because the morning the last episode dropped, uh, one of the first three tweets of the day that I saw was uh, a very uh, crucial pa- uh, uh, image of vision from yeah. from the end of the show, where it's like, okay, so I know where this is already gonna go. And, and it was just scrolling on Twitter for a second, close the, the damn tab right away, so. I don't
0: even get to watch the show until Sunday most weeks, so. Oh, no, oh. as soon
3: as I'm done with my, like I have like a small little gap with my job, as soon as I have that that gap hits on a Friday, I turn I, I airplane mode and I watch that. I sit down in front of the TV with with Rocky. Who's asked about you, by the way, OG? Oh, uh, and, I miss Rock. And and watch that damn show it before anybody else could potentially spoil it. That's yeah, really that's really the reason, right? There, I get it.
1: else? I get it here. Like I get it here. Like nine <laughs> o'clock Thursday night. That's pretty good.
3: Cool. <laughs> um, so.
1: I'm usually like chomping at, I accidentally watched it last week cause I totally forgot and it was Thursday and it was late. And I was like, Oh, there's a notification that the new episode is well. I'll just pop in
3: and have a look. Let's <laughs> uh, let's move on really quickly. And Dom, um, th- there's a new trailer for justice league <laughs> that dropped. And I want to what what is, hold on. Let, let, let the kid talk. What, I want to know what did you think of this epic long trailer? Um
2: my thoughts of this trailer is, you know, you can put a lot of lipstick.
1: It's DND a... Warriors and wow.
3: on Oh, I'm sorry, Dom. I am so <laughs> sorry, my friend. But we have we have a little D D news that I think is a little, you know, let's keep the good times rolling. Let's let's talk a little bit of D D. I'm here for it because I think this is something where, and Dom, I'm going to go right back to you on this one, and we'll, we'd like to get Oj back. I he looks so ticked off right now. I don't blame him. It's like back to back weeks.
1: Um, I can't, I can't, I can't see him, but I can, I can imagine what the face looks like. It's
3: not pretty. Uh, no, it is pretty. Just you know, anger eyes. Uh, so there's a little bit more update on the Dungeons and Dragons movie. That yeah. you're kind, you're kind of iffy on, and I'm going to mispronounce this uh, in the worst way pop, uh, possible. So please bear with me here. Uh, Reggie Jean Page, I, I don't, or Reggie, I don't know how to pronounce it with the the thing above the e. Uh, is set to be one of the main stars in the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Uh, is that he Nick was, Cage's son? I do not think so. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, he was a breakout star of Netflix's smash hit, Bri- uh, Bridgerton. Bridgerton? Oh, Bridgerton. yeah, that yes. guy. Um, Definitely not his son. Uh, I mean, the only thing he has a terrible case of the handsomes. That's the only thing I-, I know about him right now. But uh, again, I think they're going with the correct route in terms of just trying to get uh, a variety of different people in this movie to try to, uh, um, you know. Get as many different people in the seats for Dungeons and Dragons movie, who will then potentially go to Target or Walmart, uh, to pick up a five e book or one of those kind of starter kits, you know, the all in one kind of books to to get a, a a small campaign going with your friends, in some capacity. So I actually Sandwich think this is brilliant. Comment. But Dom, what what do you what do you think?
2: So, I I don't think I've said it. I'll say it once. I'll say it a hundred times. I don't have any hopes of this movie, respectfully. Um, if they had named this movie like The Adventuring Party of Blah or any fantasy movie, I'd have no problem with it. Tying into to D&D like we talked about the other week. You know, you, you can't go out of D&D into something else. You have to go the other way back into D&D. And this right. thing is just not working. I mean, they can—they could literally have an all Oscar-winning cast. They could have literally everyone who won an Oscar in the last five years. You're in this movie, fantastic. I still think it's going to be a piece of shit, respectfully, because there's no way you can do a D&D movie. Nothing about this movie will be Dungeons and Dragons. You- even you if they're in a Dungeons & Dragons realm, it's not a Dungeons & Dragons film. It's a film that just happens to be in the place. You could change some names, and it's, it's just not a Dungeons & Dragons movie unless you have a cutaway scene of some nerds sitting at a <laughs> table rolling dice into a tray, and you're like, I got a 23 to hit, and I did – uh, 15 damage then it's not a DD movie and i can see oh gee maybe doesn't agree with my opinion
0: and that's okay that's why we have a show <laughs> I, I i agree with a lot of what you say I, I i i too have no faith in this movie um i think it's ultimately going to come down to the story i don't agree that you need to have a cutaway of people playing the game uh, okay. and i think the proof of that is in the long history of forgotten realm books um that have explored a litany of characters Um, and a litany of storylines that people consider to be synonymous with D&D. Or Dragonlance. Or Dragonlance, correct. So
1: um, all those books, the Dritz books, we were just talking about him before the show. Exactly,
0: right. So, yeah. So, I mean, I think that... I think you could tell a really interesting story with the world and lore that D&D has created but it all depends on the story. Because the last time they tried to do a DD movie, we got Richard O'Brien as the Thieves Master and, and, and Marlon Wayans <laughs> as the rough and tumble wannabe arcane trickster. And it was a steaming pile of horse shit, followed up with a direct to TV movie starring Thora Birch as the big titty dragon queen, Ooh. which was also a steaming pile of dog shit. Um, so they don't have a great track record. Don't you know but what? They, okay. could. they could make a good movie in the world if this story is well.
1: OG, you know, I know you, you know you've not been on with us regularly for a while, but I I just want to remind you at this point that you should feel free to say whatever you feel. I don't I don't want you to hold back. Oh, I'm
0: well, not. <laughs> I want you to just let it all go.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> just saying. Just saying. No, I, I sandwich. I actually agree with you. I have no faith in the movie. I, I really don't. But I don't think that you need to have the cutaway to people playing the game in order well, to make a good D and D movie. N- I think no, you what I what I was saying.
2: What I was saying there is like nothing about this film, in my opinion. Once again, we know nothing about this film, but based off what I know and what I'm going to guess is going to happen, what is making this d and D film? You know what? What is going to make this a film about Dungeons and Dragons? like are they going to be Set in it. the swords co- yeah i get i get yeah
0: Set you it. could be an ice wind dale is it going to take place it. in water Deep? is it going to be yep. uh, in boulders gate that's what's going to make it a dnd movie that's it
3: and i'll say this much again i think uh from the three of you guys you're looking at more of like a purist form where I, i'm going to guess paramount is picking up most the bill on on this movie and I think Hasbro has, uh, Wizards of the Coast has all to, to benefit from it because kind of like the way um, Game of Thrones, you know, became popular to the masses who are people traditionally who did not like those kind of, or at least weren't into, I shouldn't say not like, who weren't into those kind of traditional stories. I think that this is going to be something that could perhaps uh, reach out more to the average Joe in term, instead of the average geek. I wouldn't be surprised if you three don't like it. But again, it, I think this is going like to be more aimed at your neighbor than it is you guys. Uh,
0: I might like it. Maybe. I, I, I well, mean, it's, I, I don't have faith in it because of the history of movies in the right. franchise, but I might like it. and I want to give it a shot. I hope it's great. I want it to be awesome.
3: If you guys had to, all right, if, let me ask you this. If you guys had to put money on the table right now, do you think you're going to like the new Justice League movie more or the new Dungeons oh, and Dragons movie? Oh, more? I can
1: answer that. I, I have a comment. It's not a new Justice League movie. It's a new version. That's of it. why. It's a new
3: because version. Because it's the
0: same shit it's, all over again, all right. but have, with more have, shit. See, I'm going to say the Dungeons and Dragons movie.
3: Kev, you're, you're terrible at BuzzFeed surveys. I'm just going to guess that. I'm right, shit, sir. Right now. Don't. don't
1: You know, you started down that road earlier and thankfully you deviated over to D&D before you got... Uh, uh, every last drop of my blood boiling because, oh my, did you guys, I that's mean, why, no, I let it out as morning. a goof I take on a nice sandwich. Snyder
0: cut every morning. Holy crap,
1: I'm done. Let it be done for the love of God. Let it, re, re, just release it so these people can go, wow, I can't believe I fought for this for seven years and it's still the hottest piece of garbage out there. Don't wow, I'm
3: wrong.
2: No I, one I, will. I, I have one comment because I I just want to say it. Hey, Kev, what'd you think of Jared Leto's Joker?
3: We're done. We're done. Let's oh,
1: you mean that? Oh, you mean that goddamn fan service where they make him look a little bit more like Heath Ledger and a little bit more like Joaquin Phoenix, and he's in one scene and it's a dream scene. And, come on, dude. God oh, don't just don't.
3: And that is your D and D update for the week.
1: It's D and D.
3: Warriors that terrify it's DND. Uh but boys, I think that is pretty much it there. We're up against the clock with Mr. OG's time. So we can let um, OG
1: go. But we got product. We, if he wants we, to we, stay we, around, he can stay. We, whoa, but we whoa, got product. Why are you so angry? Why, why so angry? Why am I so angry? Do you want to know why I'm so angry? Yeah, I asked you.
3: Mr. Yeah. Monty, who yeah. brought up the damn Justice League trailer? Who brought up the Jared Leto Joker? Who? Who's, who's about to get muted right now? It's going to get, be you. Wow. Uh, Mr. OG. See. <laughs> Mr. OG, thank you so much for joining us. And um, of course, I expect uh, I expect a, a, a five star review. And for, uh, you know, to get that bonus that you've been promising me uh, for two years now.
0: <laughs> well, uh, the, 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 <laughs> the last I checked, the paperwork was almost signed, Monty. OK, yes, almost signed. I'll One more signature.
3: More committees and reviews. That's right. That's it. Okay. All right. I'll wait for that. Uh, so with that, Big Kev. Uh,
1: with that, we want to thank OG for joining us. Uh, OG will return in future episodes of the Injustice League uh, here on Geek Stuff TNG, uh, perhaps for our anniversary show coming up at the end of March. And uh, with that, we will bring uh, this episode. OG, final words, OG? Uh, what me? Worry?
0: That's it. That's what I got.
1: Wonderful. Uh, With that, we will take our first and only break on this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 624. The one we're calling The One With OG This Year.
3: After these messages, we'll be right back.
2: (whistles) (whistles) Monty, are you sure this is safe? This store looks sort of very spooky.
3: Sandwich, relax. The Graveyard Gallery is an amazing place and it has something for everybody.
2: But, but but it's called the Graveyard Gallery. Sounds like they're into spooky stuff and, you know, I'm a very delicate person.
3: Well, you're definitely right on both accounts. But it doesn't matter if you want collectibles as far back as The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari or something related to obscure movies that only diehards know about. There's something for everybody here.
2: I, I, I mean, I do have to admit, the, the range of collectibles is Pretty stellar and pretty
3: creative, I'll be honest. They have a wide range in stock. It could be hot toys, prop replicas, statues. They got you, man. These clothes are something
2: else, too. Is that real blood on
3: that shirt? Not on all of them. But they got hoodies, shirts, beanies. They even have stuff with Herman Munster, Dracula, and Red from that 70s show.
2: Wow, dude, these handmade items are awesome. This heart's still beating. All right,
3: put that back where you found it, okay? But the handmade items are some of my favorite things in the store. They have paintings, masks, dolls, and, of course, prints. You gotta have prints on your wall.
2: Oh, uh, sorry, I didn't hear you. I was having a fascinating conversation with the gentleman over there who's a bat now. um, And he helped me pick out some great collectibles for me.
3: It's all good, man. Don't worry about it. Did he show you the human skull in the cabinet brought to you by Dark Interiors? The what? he better be going to the ATM and then come back to buy a spine
1: The Graveyard Gallery at thegraveyardgallery.com and on Etsy Instagram as well as Facebook as The Graveyard Gallery go to them for one of a kind vintage pieces New horror-related items are in each week from big and small companies and one-of-a-kind creations. The Graveyard Gallery. It's fine, sold
2: separately.
0: Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast.
3: We do a weekly podcast where we talk about
2: travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family.
1: It's called The Piecast because we got married on Pie Day. And it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pi Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pi Day Scott. Check us out. Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob.
2: And we're the Something Something Cast.
1: We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies,
2: comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network. Build your own X-Wing legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will
1: also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends, model space.
0: Hi, this is Tom Savini from Dust to Dawn. What's your stuff? Ah. What's your name, Julie? Kate, it's yours. What's sex machine. Pleased nice to meet you, Kate. Me Then you're listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Boy, say that three times in a row. Big Kev's Geek Stuff, Big Kev's Geek Stuff, Big Kev's Geek Stuff.
2: Live from Studio M, The Sandwich Shop, and Big Funda Studios, it's Geekstuff TNG. During our commercial break, you hear from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is a 1.18 scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your 3/4 three three Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details like the Proton Torpedo Bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S foils open into attack position. The laser cannons simulate firing and the engine lights power up all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do-doo-doo doo doo premium offer. You get 118 scale hangar accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates. Tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including Grand Crew members and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or at shows or conventions, and I don't need to tell you, the price tag can be quite high. The genius of this system is that you're paying a little each month, as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today.
3: Hi, damn. Good job, Wonderful. sandwich. Uh, one thing I would like to point out is our lovely, lovely sponsor, the Graveyard Gallery, over at Twenty One Main Street in Butler, New Jersey. Uh, went there. I had a few extra. Uh, as some, as some of you, as YouTube boys know, I'm kind of clearing out some of my, uh, my inventory, and uh, oh. they they picked up some things. They you know they just did a quick little research and and they picked up a, a bag full of uh, goodies as it were. So, uh, you know, if you wanted to sell some movie merchandise, even if it's not horror, you can check them out over there. Uh, and if you love horror, well, like you're going to love these guys at 21 main street in Butler, New Jersey, zero seven, Real, just nice folks. Like if you don't like them, it may be a you thing. Kind of like the whole West coast Scott thing. You know, if you don't like them to you problem. And, uh, you know, I should also, uh, point out the fact that these lovely folks, uh, also have their own podcast as well. And uh, one thing I just want to pump, uh, pimp out just to kind of help them out because, again, nice folks, um, they're looking for a fourth chair for their horror podcast called Lloyd's Pub Podcast. So if anybody's interested in, um, you know, doing getting involved in your own podcast as it were Ooh. uh hit me up i might be interested hit me I mean, sure we'll hit, hit them up uh or rather hit me up and i'll kind of connect you guys uh hit me up monty's mayhem m-o-n-t-e-s-m-a-y-h-e-m uh, and I'll, I'll i'll nicely introduce everyone and connect the dots uh, hopefully you're in new jersey as it were and uh can kind of just make everything happen because uh nice folks and they, i like their podcast i know somebody so we can hook them up with i i i can only imagine who that may be. Uh, I know what I have to do.
1: <laughs> well played. But I don't know if I have the strength to do
3: it. Well played. Uh, really quickly, uh, before we go into product for the day, there's just two things I would like to point out. Uh, there's a new comic. Well, now it's on like issue three, uh, a comic from Aftershock called "Knock 'Em Dead. Uh, this is, it's a little bit horror. It's a lot comedy. And a lot of sarcasm. Which is it's kind of it's a little of,
1: bit country, it's, it's a little bit rock and roll. It's a,
3: it's a great, it's a great kind of uh, uh, trifecta for someone like myself. But uh, uh-huh. you know, aftershock has a lot of uh, great. Most of them are kind of horror or um, kind of end of the world type scenarios. There's another book of theirs I'm reading right now where it's like the post-apocalypse. Uh, and the only kind of what they think religious text that survived was the boy scout manual. So, right. uh, they, they hide that in very high regards. I'm only halfway into the book and I, I someone who used to be in boy scouts, I, I think it's kind of fun, but, uh, knock Him dead. It it's, I think it's, it's, a quick read. It's really fun. Uh, my buddy, Taylor Esposito, he was actually the letter on this book. Um, but that has nothing to do with why I'm pimping it out. It's just a really good book. That, no, um, certainly I, I think, not. No, no, listen. No, no, no. I, he's a good friend, but I hate him at the same time. That's our shtick. So, um, speaking of uh, speaking of
1: pimping out, why don't we pimp out the GVM line two zero one seven three zero two five four seven. So give us a call over at the GVM line and leave us a question or a comment, something you heard on the show. Uh, You know, if you think we should have OG back uh, or, you know, anything like that. Any comments about OG's performance today are certainly welcome. Serious questions only, though. Serious comments only. Uh, So by all means, uh, do that. And uh, also, um, there was
3: another thing I was was going to point out. I was going to mention one more thing. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. It gives you time to to think. The only thing I want to point out is because, uh, you know, we kind of made fun of some of these other streaming services that have been uh, popping up as it were, because, you know, they're like bunnies uh, at this point. And, uh, I just want to point out that, uh, Peacock, the NBC streaming service, uh, has been posting some good old, uh, sci-fi channel, uh, content, and yes. when they're there, it's free to watch, or at least the the few things I've seen so far and the commercials um, are in their usual spots. Like there are the actual breaks, like some, you know, it's not like a a, a, a movie where they're just kind of randomly inserted. Um, and they're only like a minute long at the same time. So right now I'm watching warehouse 13, which is a show I loved, um, which again, that and Eureka were two shows that got canceled way too freaking early. Um, OG,
1: big fan of Warehouse 13. Oh I my think. God.
3: I love it. I love the show. But yeah. uh I, I recommend it to folks. Again, it's free. Uh you just have to watch a one-minute commercial when the when the commercials uh air. So um we've all watched commercials. Commercial that's
1: the price you have to pay. So what? Hey,
3: you know what? It's good quality and and and, and, and I dig it. I dig it. So I, you know, I I you know if we're gonna bash some of these things, we gotta praise when they do something right. So uh yeah, good job. I I hope they bring more sci-fi content onto there and kind of make it fr- like in this current structure, if they put like commercials on things for their TV shows, I'll frigging watch it all day. It, it's good stuff. So yeah, I, I, I want to uh, give credit where credit was due there.
1: I want to take a moment and recognize that the actual uh, West coast. Scott has joined the room. Woo-hoo. Hello, Scott. Scott says he liked warehouse 13. I know that you did Scott. I do know that. And I also want to uh, say hello to everyone enjoying today's Uh, free version of the, um, the show on, uh, Instagram live. Uh, if you're following us on big Kev's geek stuff, following me on big Kev's geek stuff today was your, your free day to follow, uh, us. I thought it would be nice considering we had OG, or at least that's what I'm telling you was the reason not because I screwed up and started with the wrong account. No, that's not the reason. It's because I like to give things away to the listeners. I like the listeners to enjoy the content that we create and provide.
3: So uh, there we go. Just wanted to say that you're definitely not covering up a screw up. So there's that shut up. shut up. So boys, I hear that there's a little bit of product going on right now. There
2: is there is some product, uh, a lot of little bit of product. Uh, so let's Sand,
1: to drum roll what is today's secret product
2: today's secret product is the marvel Legends series of the uh, i i'll be honest i don't know how to intro these marvel one, legends one at series. a time my man
3: one at a time well so it's Spider-Man well
2: man into the spider-verse that's that's the bulk of the line that's the bulk of the line and and, and we'll talk about yes. that so i'm just gonna go figure by figure uh there is a build a figure which we will talk about at the end probably yeah once we go through the, the main figures right so with that said we're gonna start off here with a uh beautiful miles morales from the into the ah. Spider Verse film i mm-hmm. uh, see so you get the stock figure you get him in like the jacket like the, how he was in most of the movie into the right. Spider Verse, along with two hands and then the mask so you have a spider-man mask head and then a miles morales like without the mask head so looks like a nice figure let's, uh, let's get a good a, look at that one dom i'll be honest um i don't know the scaling of this i don't know if it's those, those three are yeah those six are six
1: inch figures. scale one twelve okay mm-hmm. that, i'll be honest I'm, I'm not as well versed as some of the other uh people right. on the show at this he's a little uh but he's a kid so he's a little bit smaller yeah. um but scale wise he is correct yes, yes. all right so i'm gonna put him down move on like the next. you got some build a figure parts in there yes as well. we do a build a figure mm-hmm. mm-hmm. which like i said
2: uh the next figure we got up here technically if you think about it it's a twofer we got gwen stacy and spider ham right uh, <laughs> you know so technically if you think about it you get two figures in this package so that's the best deal i can think of right now uh and like with Miles Morales, we get two sets of hands: uh, the mask head and then the you know regular head. You get the People's shooty hands ones, again, right? The spider spider hands. shooty
1: hands. Yeah, yeah. Now we should say this about uh, Peter Porker, the spectacular Spider Ham. Uh, he is a static figure, but he does have a ball joint in the neck. Um, so you do have, uh, meaning his his head is posable. Ah. Yeah. So you can actually turn his. I noticed that in a lot of uh, of times in the movie, since he's so short, he actually is turning his head and he's looking up. I think it was brilliant on Hasbro's part. And sometimes that's really difficult to say. Um, But I think it was brilliant on Hasbro's part uh, to to put that one piece of articulation in there. So you kind of get the fact that, you know, he's kind of he can look up to his uh, compatriots, if you will. Uh, So, yeah, that was really good. Right, up hey, next I, in the oh, ne-
2: up next we got Peter B Parker. That's Peter the, B uh, Parker. Okay, the forty year old Spider Man. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of at the the not towards the end. You know, getting to like his later years of Spider manning You know, right. We got uh two heads, one with the mask, kind of like over oh, his head, like you know, he's trying I, to look at you with his eyes. Uh-huh. And then we got four hands, and then we also have uh, a drink. You know, a nice little uh soda with a straw in it, a bendy straw. You know, okay. so. Not I like the fact
1: that. that they. I like the fact that they nailed the costume. Isn't he wearing like two different shoes? And yeah, no, yeah, yeah. And, yeah I really like they. They really nailed that character really, really well. Yeah. So, uh huh. Okay. That's beautiful. That's, beautiful, that's beautiful. Good beautiful, Peter beautiful. B. Parker. Right. Up next is Marvel's Prowler. So right. Proud. So that, there, we go. So that's Prowler was uh, the villain in the in the piece, right? Yes. And, and it looks like he has some things as well yeah so he's got um it looks like a briefcase and that might be it the briefcase actually goes with the build a figure ah. so, so he actually i don't think the prowler
2: has any accessories he does here. not have any accessories he just has strictly uh build a figure parts
1: that yes. appears which is fine it's still a beautiful yeah. piece you know yeah. Just looks stylized, just like the movie, yeah. uh, which is another thing I think that uh, Hasbro did well here. The animated style of the characters, I think, has has effectively made it over to these figures, which is great. Yes, translated so, very, very well.
2: All right. All right. Yeah. And then um, in theory, this is – Kev, do you want to talk about the one we're missing now or do you want to finish? No, finish. Okay. And then last one, uh, Marvel's Frogman, I'll be <laughs> honest. I don't know a single thing about Frogman. Okay. My apologies so. to all the Frogman fans <laughs> who are listening to the show. Yeah, um, I will be so. better next time, and I'll have a full diagnosis <laughs> on Frogman for next That's week's good. episode. We'll,
1: we'll be resp- uh, We'll be looking for that report. So I'll. I will. I will tell you. There are a number of characters in the Marvel and in the DC universe that I have said, if they ever make a figure of this character, I will buy it. Brother Voodoo is one. The Condiment King is another one. And Frogman is actually another one. So I was excited as hell that they made Frogman. He is a D-level villain.
3: I don't think he's really a villain, though. Monty, would you classify him as a villain? I mean, if you're D-level anything, are you really... Are you really in that thing? I, now, I mean, don't forget.
1: Now, now I know Sandwich will report on this to us next week, but I'll just I'll pitch this one bit out. I don't remember what the name of the group was, Mr. Monty. Maybe you'll remember. Wasn't it Frogman, Toad, and Spider Kid that formed a little trio? I
3: I I, I, I vaguely remember what you're talking about. Yeah. But yeah, there was something that was definitely formed, yeah.
1: Yeah. And he was part of that. And that, to my knowledge, that was his first sort of appearance. I was, I have to say this before we go on to the next figure. I was ecstatic that this figure was made. Number one, I was over the moon about it. He's going to go right next to brother voodoo in my collection. And uh, if they made a condiment King, he'd go next to him too. But I I, think they haven't. I don't have they made a king? They might have made it so. in the animated line, actually, which means I have it. But um, they haven't made like a proper six-inch. I wish Todd McFarlane would do that character; that would be awesome. I'll,
3: I'll text his people about that.
1: Well, please do because uh, he'll get my vote immediately. <laughs> um, uh, that's it very excited uh, about that one and now sandwich we're going to talk about the next one even though we don't have one yes and here and here's the reason the reason is because we ordered this series the moment they dropped on hasbro pulse we ordered the series and before we could get the order in the sixth piece sixth right one it's two, fifth three, in the line in theory fifth in the line there's five in the line, right? There's six. He's number five. He's number five. Who's number six? Frogman. Oh, fry right, right, right. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. You're going by the the ordering on the back the, of the pack. Yeah, sorry. So the last figure uh is the is the is the hand ninja. So for those of you that know, the hand ninja is like uh the ninjas that Uh, like Marvel's ninjas, they're mostly in Daredevil. A few of the Daredevil adjacent books have featured these. Um, It's an army builder. It's just a generic red hand ninja, um, which again, it's static to be getting it. Um, And they did it in a really smart way when we talk about the Build-A-Figure. But let's talk for one second about the fact that they did four characters from Into the Spider-Verse, and as much as I'm happy about Frogman, which I am (laughs) ecstatic about, as much as I'm happy about the Red Ninja, which I am happy about for multiple reasons, um, the fact that they excluded at the least Spider-Man Noir makes no sense to me. Like, I would have gladly waited for a different wave to get Frogman Uh, or the hand ninja although the hand ninja in this case i think is important that he was in this uh, and we'll get to why um but frogman i think could have taken a back seat to the awesome character uh he was my favorite character in the film spider-man noir and they didn't do a marvel legends figure of him but they do everybody else i would dare say he's more important than the prowler in the line, if I'm being totally honest, I would have rather have seen him than seen Prowler. Um, and again, I'm not disparaging Frogman because I think Frogman is genius. And the way that they did that figure, Dom, can you hold him up again? Hold on, hold Try me. to Try to hold his face toward the camera just a little bit because Frogman is essentially a dude who's wearing like a frog outfit, right? And the brilliant thing that they did here was if you look, a little bit further there. Uh, and you can almost tilt it down just a little bit dom you can almost see inside the frog's mouth you can see the guy's eyes <laughs> are in there it's brilliant it's cl- it's like he's wearing a costume you that you it? would give somebody a buck to in times square that's fantastic and you can see the eyes glowing there dom well done well um, done <laughs> yeah and he's in there i mean it was brilliantly done <laughs> But to to have four characters out of Into the Spider-Verse and not do Spider-Man Noir or even another character from the movie um, is kind of like, I think, a failing or a shortfall on their part. My opinion. My opinion. Now, let's talk about the Build-A-Figure because this, to me, this justifies the hand ninja being in the line. So the Build-A-Figure is one of my favorite, and I dare say... Mr. Monty's favorite awful B, C, D class villains. And it's stilt man. Now stilt man has been a nemesis of daredevil for some reason for, I don't know, 40 years, 50 years. Within
3: the first 15 issues of daredevil. I mean, I think he's fought him at least 10 times. He made a few appearances and he's ridiculous. That's like ridiculous. That's an understatement though, Kev. It's it's like, it's it's
1: sort of like an Iron Man suit, right? But rather than it doing anything useful, the legs just expand, you know, like into stilts. And the reason he has a briefcase, Mr. Sandwich, is if you were to open that briefcase, I believe you'd see money in it because he's just the
3: thief on stilts. I mean, he even he he even became running jokes in more recent Daredevil comic yeah. books. The last time, the last few times uh, within the last maybe five years or so, uh, I'm talking about. But even those uh, books were really really funny. The way they were bringing like the the old throwbacks. Oh uh, yeah, to him because again oh, yeah. he is just a joke. I, again, I'm going to say
1: this again. It's brilliant on a bunch of levels. Let's talk about why it's brilliant. One. Because doing him as a Build-A-Figure means that they he never becomes a peg hanger, which I think that character may have become. Because mm-hmm. let's be honest, me, uh, Mr. Monty, and maybe seven other people on the planet think this is a great, uh, this is a great, terrible character. That's number one. Yeah. So why would you buy a figure of him? That's number two. Um, but the genius of building him here, of doing him here has to do with the hand ninja. And it's because the hand ninjas build a figure part is the leg extensions. So the more hand ninjas you buy, the more leg extensions you get. And since the hand ninja is a generic character, one that people like myself would army build for the you know the ultimate daredevil display, are going to buy a bunch of these hand ninjas. Oh yeah. Therefore, you're going to get a pair of leg extensions with every hand ninja. I think I bought like, I bought at least five of these so far. It's kind and of the they're same. about. And the extension is about seven inches a piece. So I'm at 35 inches in height, nearly three feet of extensions.
3: It's yeah. pretty, it's almost I'm like I'm not done. It's almost like I the way I'm not done. It's almost like the way people who are Ninja Turtle fans, you know, you can never have too many uh, foot soldiers or, or, or mousers
1: mousers at the same and time. For either one of,
3: and exactly. That's OG's thing right there again. Yeah. But again, it's just one of those things where you can always have, like you can never have too many.
1: Right, exactly. Or not enough. Because, or whatever. Because there's so many. Uh, in the case of the Mausers, there's just so many of them that it's it's great. If, if you have a display and you have 200 Mausers, amazing. If you have a daredevil display and he's standing, this is the way I'm gonna do it. Standing on a pile of 15 or 20 hand ninjas, just standing on the top of them, brilliant. Yeah, my opinion. Um, and 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 as such, you then get a stilt man that's eight feet tall. That's an eight-foot-tall, six-inch action figure. In the book, he's robbing skyscrapers
3: (laughs) by by being able to stilt up to the windows. You know, what you need to do is then, once you do have the the figure going, Big Kev, you need to then figure out, like, one one scale. Like, what would that mean in real life? If if all those legs were connected and expanded, you need you need to try to do the, figure out the math, and I and I'm not smart enough to do that, but to, to figure out how to make it work like that. So you, you got to do that once you I, put all your pieces ju- together. I
1: know. Here's what I know for sure: when Hasbro first announced this, and they first said they were doing this. First of all, I was bold. I was bowled over by the genius of doing a generic army builder and the leg extensions in the same pack. Brilliant. They don't, again, it's kind of hard for me to say, oh, Hasbro's done something brilliant. They have in this case. There's no denying it, Mm -hmm. you know? But like everything Hasbro does, for every great thing that they do, they do a dumb thing. Like they did Frogman, but they did not do Spider-Man Noir in the line of the movie that he appears in. That doesn't make any sense to me. So I, I I don't get that. However, let's talk about the other con the other con is, if you're going to do an army builder that has extensions for the build a figure, then make sure that you
3: don't run out in the first 10 minutes on day one. How the hell? I want to know. Let me ask you this, uh, Big Kev, because you're more privy to these kind of things. But if if you said it was Hasbro that that was selling the figure, correct? Hasbro pulse. So now we
1: got all of these figures that we're reviewing today. We got them from Hasbro pulse. Okay.
3: So let me ask you, let me ask yes, but let me Mm -hmm. ask you this. Even though Hasbro Hasbro is selling everything. uh, They have a, some sort of license deal with Disney in order to produce the content. Right. Uh, um, So is this a, or I guess Disney and Sony, maybe depending how, Oh no, no, it would be Disney uh, in this case. Uh, So when it comes to these sort of things, does Disney give them a restriction of how many of the toys they're able to sell? Like this is all on just Hasbro Being like, that's enough. Like we don't have to worry about it anymore.
1: The issue is, no, there's no such, there's no such that I'm aware of. There's no such thing I've never heard of. There's any, you only can produce a thousand of these. If they're doing that, they're doing it purposefully. And they'll tell you they're only producing a thousand because that will gin up the interest uh, vis-a-vis every San Diego exclusive they've ever done. As an example, this is a generic army builder that contains a part to a build a figure that you want multiple of, and you are the company that produces the toy and you run out in 10 minutes on day one. It's ridiculous that I should have to go to other sites to buy it other. And not only that, not only that, Mr. Monty, if I may, mm-hmm. uh, and also Mr. Sandwich has not come back into stock that I am aware of has not come back into stock since day one. How on earth, if you sell out of it in 10 minutes, how on earth are you not calling the factory in China and be like, yo, we got it. Whatever that order was. What do we order? What do we order? 80,000 double that shit, double that shit. Cause we just sold through in 10 minutes. (laughs) It's ridiculous, ridiculous that a generic. Meanwhile, Mr. Monty, meanwhile, other generic characters that are for sale on Pulse, which include the, um, the Hellfire Club, you know, those guys with the blue and the sort of blank face, Mm -hmm. those guys aim soldiers which I think are a generic aim soldier, which I think are also available. Yes. There, there may have been generic Hydra on there at one point. I don't know if there's all those generics still available and are still being, uh, uh, what you call it, uh, relisted you know, uh, uh, uh re put out there being Repurposed. made okay. still happening, still happening. Well, and no. where is the generic hand ninja? A character, first of all, that people have been asking for for 20 years, 20 years for these generic characters. They finally put him out. He looks great. He's got important value to the build a figure, and you can't fucking buy him from the company that makes him. You know, absolutely. The- Hasbro is fucking hopeless. Every time they take a step towards <laughs> the sun, they jump off a fucking cliff.
3: It's unreal. So one one thing, there's there's nothing I can say that would make you feel better, Big Kev. The the only thing I'm going to say. You got a few? Um, that would
1: that would that would make you feel better.
3: No, Better. no, it, that, that's not it. The only thing I just would like to say is uh, as a happy, happy thing. You were very happy during the commercial break where you noticed my my MacBook with some pictures and some stickers that yeah. I had uh, on there. One specifically where the, the Simpsons were dressed as daredevil characters. Yes. Uh, and, and I just want to pimp out because, you know, if you can't spend your money over at Hasbro... Uh, I do recommend going to Tom Ryan's studio.com where he has some great stickers, some some great uh, uh, pins, uh, skateboards, painting, some other great stuff. And you know what? Since there's no other way you can spend your money over at the the conglomerate that is Hasbro, uh, check out the smaller uh, uh, artists, as it as it were, to uh, either decorate your home or to get some cool cool swag because i have about maybe three things of his in my my this little room alone um as it were so you know just to kind of be just to 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 be a little optimistic like look on the bright side of things so i would like to pimp out uh uh, and really nice fairness
1: in Mm -hmm. fairness Mm -hmm. i want to say i think I'm not sure. I think the rest of the characters may be in stock at Hasbro Pulse that we talked about today. I think that's the case. I'm not 100% sure. I do know that some of them were gone but were back in stock, unlike the only character in the line that you'd want to buy more of. Uh, have not been in stock but yeah check out that uh check out that young man's art uh uh and his website give him a few your dollars why not For sure. these days i'm looking more and more to spend money on independent guys than on i am on these companies that just every time they take and it's it's mostly hasbro every time they take a step towards greatness they take two steps in the opposite direction listen i'll be three un- steps
3: for me aka
1: razor crest holy
3: fuck for me the only for for like hasbro and mattel the only time like i'm really like jonesing to buy something is when dom says that there's a really cool D D book like the cookbook like something like that like that's that's like really in terms of like for like the big big companies where i don't it's even like, consider can, that hasbro. motivate uh well i mean but you have to it i mean it, it falls under that umbrella so i mean um, they're owned by hasbro
1: but they're i don't consider i don't consider Regardless, i'm just
3: saying like that under my world like that's kind of like no, the no, only I thing yeah, yeah 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 uh because again this gentleman here we we're just talking about i uh, saw him at the uh i think it was the brooklyn five points arts and beer festival i think it was called i'm sorry i'm drawing a blank um, on the name uh, five points where People yeah, know. yeah where uh uh og was there uh, as long as his festival. wife and frodo and uh, it, was, it was a good time. So if that ever comes back, that would be nice. Uh, boys, I, I I think that's uh, pretty much wrapping up everything for today. Uh, you catch us each and every week over at geekstufftng.com. It's Geek Stuff TNG, respectively, on Twitter, Instagram, and the Facebook. Uh, you can find me online as Monty's Mayhem, M-O-N-T-E-S-M-A-Y-H-E-M, uh, I'm on the Facebook. I'm on the Twitter. I'm on the Instagram. I'm on the Snapchat. I'm on the YouTube and I'm on the, the Wikipedia. And, um, uh, yeah, that's about it. Big F.
1: Uh, you can find me using the GVM line. 201 <laughs> Darn. I thought I got him. I thought so too. Uh, and you can find me on the Xbox, uh, network as big Kev G S. Uh, you can also find me on the social medias as BK geek stuff. Some people are enjoying, uh, our show live on Instagram wow. right now because they following, they're following me on BK geek stuff. So and you screwed up. There so
3: you go. That. Uh, Dom. Oh, oh,
1: sorry, no, oh, oh. sorry. Yes. Just before sandwich, uh, don't forget to check out our Facebook because I'm posting a record number of articles and things for you to check out on our uh, on our Facebook. So definitely check us, check that out, and give us a follow over there. And
3: also, as usual, tell a friend. Yeah, tell a friend. And it's true about Facebook. Zuckerberg called us uh, and told us that, so that was very, very uh, yeah. nice of him there. Uh, Dom, how about uh, for your social media, sir? You can
2: find me on Instagram and Xbox One at Fat Dumbledore, F A T D O M B L E D O R E.
1: So on that note, Sandwich, uh on that note, on the Xbox note, so mm-hmm. now we are being encouraged to play something called Sea of Thieves. I've seen that being played. It's interesting. Uh yeah. and, is it even on Xbox? That yeah, that may be the thing. That may be the thing that we give a whirl to uh, uh me and me and cousin Dave were considering. I,
3: I'm currently playing uh Zelda Wind Waker right now. Because <laughs> because I have the Wii U and I bought the Zelda edition, but I've played all the other games except for the Wind Waker. So I'm like I should actually you know it's going to be
2: fantastic in What's like up? 30 years when mom's like i brought this retro system called the xbox one no. and just
1: started playing
3: no, <laughs> dude, that's be...
1: awesome i wish those guys were still playing red dead redemption 2 <laughs> so that i could play with them
3: i'll be honest with you like they're, they're like i don't know because i'm not a gamer though like that so when i, I have my not things either. that are, i have my things that i like and you know it just happens to be the the easy uh um yeah, pretty much up to, I will say, Nintendo 64. Nintendo N64 and earlier were kind of like my, my sweet spot of of games because i i went decade i mean i read a lot of comic books and uh um yeah just just kind I of
1: 64 the way i think, was you, I think if you got on red dead and it was a group of us monty i think you'd have a good time it's quite usually possible. when it's like me although this this hasn't happened really recently but when it was like me and sandwich and uncle eric and cousin dave and uh mumbles mm-hmm. all the characters that we play with when all of us were on together we had a good damn time i have to say i'm sure I mean, you sandwich did. might think differently because because that kid mumbles but you know like it, not not that kid. sandwich mumbles the kid named mumbles it was a pain but um it, it's uh you know like we we i think if you in that environment i think you would have had a good time i, That's think, what I think i
3: think you're right uh except it's like the whole process of just get like learning the game, then remembering it the next time you play it. Like, I don't, I just want to pick up the controller, and play Dr. Mario and, and just kind of move on. Like I just, that that's kind of where I'm at, uh, more often than not. So yeah. And He's I said, PhD. what was that? Mario has a PhD. Mario has a PhD. Yeah, he's he's a licensed plumber. He's a teacher. He's all over the place. If if you look at his. Just, man, just many talents. Well, yeah, look at Mario's professions. You'll be very surprised. Uh, <laughs> like a and I, like should all, I should. He's also, in the Olympics at least twice. This is very true, too. And to him, him against a giant hedgehog. Uh, yeah. So uh, just to reiterate, uh, the show for Patreon will be posted on Wednesday. And, uh, the show will be posted, uh, per usual on Friday, everywhere else to give me a day just to kind of edit and actually mix it kind of nice. That would, that would be kind of nice. Uh, so I think, uh, after all of that video game talk, um, with that big Kev with that, Mr. Monty, Mr. Sandwich, we will bring
1: this episode of geek stuff. TNG episode six twenty four, The one we called the one with OG this year. Uh, To a close, the way we end some shows by saying.
2: Good night, OG. Wherever you are.
3: And on that note,
2: we cue the music.